Jeff, you always try to tell me what my thing is, and I'm the only one who prepares ahead of time what my thing is going to be. Yeah, that's true. I'm literally the only one who always comes prepared with something to talk about. Uh, I had something, I just forgot what it was. Well, that's usual, I suppose. (laughs) I've been playing with the idea of doing, like, a soft opening into the show every once in a while, like, sort of... Like they do on some pe- some podcasts where it just starts in the middle of a conversation, and then they're like, "Oh, I guess we're already doing the podcast." So, are we already doing <laughs> Look the around podcast? You, it's already happening. <laughs> yeah, maybe we've already wandered into the podcast. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, I People think it would be pretty much perfect did to start here. How we made steaks for 15 minutes. Well, no, that'll be the bonus at the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, obviously, secret recipes. <laughs> yep. Stay tuned at the end of every episode for a bonus recipe. (laughs) So anyway, welcome to Seeing Reddit. Uh, We're a show where every week we pick a random subreddit and we discuss that topic for about an hour. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Kowalski. I'm Louisa Heron. And we are off to the races. I don't know what that means. I don't know why I said that. I apologize instantly. (laughs) I still want to know about that trash burrito. Oh yeah, so it was just a video online of like, and like it was jalapeno flavored ramen noodles, what? and the person, the person <laughs> poured hot water into the the packet and then like mashed it up in there and let it sit in the in the plastic it came in, and then they made oh I can't even remember it just looked so disgusting. I don't like it. How is it a burrito? Oh, they ended up wrapping it in a tortilla. Yeah. Was it a prison burrito? It might have been prison burrito. God. Is what it was called. You I think you could just get have a burrito. To ramen and hot water and uh, <laughs> tortillas in prison. Well, that's that's always everything. Yeah, it was prison burrito, and it still looks horrifying. Um, it like. That's what I always wonder about all of these prison recipes, where it's like make this thing out of you know whatever. Like, do prisoners really have access to this stuff? Like on Orange is the New Black when she made that uh, jalapeno face scrub for Captain Janeway. Have you guys seen Orange is the New Black? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I saw one and a half seasons of it. Okay, so in the first season, uh, what's her name? Piper Parabo. Uh, Is that her name? Uh, The girl one? The main one? Yeah, Piper White Savior, or whatever her name is. Yeah, Yeah, whatever her name is. Yeah, the Great White Hunter. She, uh... She, she liked to ingratiate herself to Captain Janeway. She made some kind of jalapeno face scrub by chewing up a bunch of jalapenos and, like, burning her mouth and stuff. But why oh, are they giving prisoners so that. many jalapenos? <laughs> <laughs> to keep them so docile. Them pepper spray. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so they can pepper spray guards, that's why. Wouldn't that help you build up an immunity to the pepper spray? <laughs> you could rub that in your eyes every night until it doesn't hurt anymore, and then you're blind, which probably won't help you. Yeah, I already did that. That's why I love peppers, eating peppers so much. With your eyes. Yep. Well, I've just, <laughs> That's uh... Way to taste them. It's, uh, what do they call it? Exposure therapy? Sure. Immersion? Wait, isn't exposure therapy? 
Is yeah, it exposure therapy. therapy when you're afraid of something and you want to not be? Oh, not yeah. you want to really like that thing. Mm, I was afraid of not liking peppers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. Uh, all right. So I'll talk a little bit about what I've been up to on the internet this past week. So um, you guys probably know, but some people who are listening may not, that I am a semi-professional games writer at this point. Um, and I are work you allowed on... to talk about this now? Yeah, sure. I mean, yes. I'm not talking about that, although I can okay. say I, I was working on a project writing uh, the new edition of Scion, and it should be... The Kickstarter should be coming out soon. I'll announce it on the show when it's available. Um, and for anyone who's a fan of Scion, get excited, because it's going to be fun. Anyway, um, no, but <clears throat> I'm also working on, with a group of people, possibly writing a weekend-long LARP for next year. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, LARP stands for Live Action Role Play, uh, and it's sort of like a like a costumes and dressing up and playing pretend version of, of Dungeons I've, & Dragons stuff. I've explained it to people before as saying, you know, like a murder mystery weekend, except other things than a murder mystery. Yes, exactly. Yeah, there's so, dragons like, there, too. <laughs> imagine a murder mystery with wizards, yeah. and you're pretty close. So anyway, I'm working on possibly writing one for next year, uh, and, and the group of people I'm, I'm talking to, we're all kind of figuring it out. But the preferred method of communication amongst this group of people, for some unknown reason, is Facebook Messenger. I guess it's just like the only platform we're all on. And so I would like to bring up the fact, is there anything more awful in the whole world, and I'm not just saying in terms of software, but in the whole world than Facebook Messenger? Is it not the worst thing? Probably police brutality is worse. I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> in for me to see police brutality, I have to open up an app on my phone, whereas my phone just, like, the Facebook Messenger little dot is in front of everything else on my phone all the fucking time. Yeah, I think Facebook Messenger is, like, per police brutality uh, for white people. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> it's the worst thing we have to deal with on a daily basis. Yeah, I will agree with that. Uh, um, yeah, it's no, a but... bad app. It's so awful. I remember when Facebook first was like, hey, you know how you always did Messenger through the normal Facebook app? Now we're going to make it better by splitting it off into its own thing. And I was like, "That you're not fooling me, Facebook. This is going to be dump. And yet, it was so much worse. It was... <laughs> Like, just being its own app would have been a real pain in the ass, but it's managed so badly. The little dot that represents your conversation covers up things that you need to actually do on your phone, and you can't get rid of it without closing the conversation. Why the fuck would anyone want that? And and this has been going on for years! Just close the conversation. It doesn't matter. You can go back into it whenever you want. Yeah, but, like, if I'm having the conversation and I want to look something up on my, uh, <clears throat> on, like, the internet browser on my phone, I have to close the conversation just so that I can access it, and then go back and reopen and relaunch the app to see the conversation again. I mean, that's what you'd have to do if the dot wasn't there anyway, right? No, I can switch back and forth between active apps in my phone just fine, but with Facebook Messenger, when you close the conversation... You have to go back in and relaunch the app to open it again. I don't understand the problem. I'm glad I'm not on Facebook. <laughs> I just don't get why you would make a thing that is just 
less good. And now, like, the Facebook Messenger app wants to manage my text messaging, too. It's like, ooh, I can read your text messages so you can access it all through this one interface. And I'm like, but it's the shittiest interface. I wish there was an app that went the other way so I'd never have to use your goddamn stupid as hell interface. There probably is. Have you looked into it? Yeah, maybe. I don't... I, I, I I prefer yelling about things to actually solving them, usually. Mm, yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, pretty good. It's <laughs> yeah. pretty uh, uh, rewarding. Yeah, so that's the best. Anyway, my point is, Facebook Messenger, get your shit together. Seriously. <laughs> mm. okay. So that's what you've been doing on the internet this week? <laughs> yeah, getting mad much. about Facebook? Okay, great. Well, like... I was surprised that anyone would want to use it, and then when people started using it, I was like, is it still as terrible as I remember? Yes, it is. People are just comfortable with uh, things they already know, aren't they? Well, I think it's sort of like with Skype, right? Like, Skype is the worst telecommunications app, I think, but everyone uses it because everyone has it, and, like, not everyone likes Google, so not everyone has a Google account for Google Hangouts, or, or... FaceTime for Apple or things like that, like, I get it. It's just there. It's just everywhere, so that's why people use it, but it's the worst one. It's so bad. Yeah, it's a little yeah. annoying, because, like, I hate ha like, just get a Google account. I hate having to email people on, like, Hotmail and AOL. Like, get a life. <laughs> it's 2016. Like pointed message to one of our listeners. <laughs> yeah, Chris. Wait, I thought it was a... <laughs> I think it's a pointed message to one of our hosts, Louisa. Uh, yeah, I, you I also have out, AOL. I would like to point out that I've told you, and Matt, you got this right away. I only had to tell you once, but I've told Jeff like five fucking times, don't email me at the AOL email address. Use my Gmail. Yes, that's true. I'm just making fun of Louisa, but in fact she has adopted uh, Gmail. Because... Everyone should. I don't. I genuinely don't understand why anyone doesn't. They might as well just call it email. Like, email.com, yes. and it just redirects to <laughs> Gmail. It's the one that you need to be using. It practically is email.com. You just have to make a little j sound before you go into <laughs> it. It's like French, French email. J email. Actually, it's pronounced gmail. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, the, the creator came out to tell everyone that they've been pronouncing <laughs> it wrong. <laughs> Who the fuck does that creator of, of GIFs think he is, by the I way? Know. It's too late, buddy. We've already you... decided. Well, and also, just because you made this dumb thing doesn't mean you get to change the way that the English language pronounces words, you fucking asshole. Uh, yeah, I actually named it Graphics Interchange Format, so... Yeah. It's supposed to be pronounced Jiv. <laughs> that having been said, other than that one dipshit, do you guys actually know anyone who says GIF? Yeah, my former roommate. Yeah. There's well, some people who make a point of it and then make a point of saying that the creator says that's how you should pronounce it. Yeah, those people can go to hell. <laughs> yes. What is wrong with those people? Why, why do they feel the need to be so <laughs> counterculture? <laughs> Shock value? <laughs> I, got, I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. It's sort of like when people say Wikipedia instead of Wikipedia, like... Oh, no, I'm fine with that. Uh, no, do I don't you, like that. Are you, but, like, no one ever says that because that's the comfortable way to say it. They say it because they want to be, like, smugly superior in a dickish kind of way. Yeah, which is why Jeff I've says never, Pokemon. I've never heard anyone say that wrong. 
Oh yeah, I I say I say Pokemon different every time I say it, and I'm the world's foremost expert on pocket monsters. Aha, uh-huh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> like I usually say Pokemon or Pokemon or you always say it's Pokemon totally every not. time I hear you say it. <laughs> Yeah, but just not doing that because he thinks that his way is right and he wants you to feel bad and to feel superior to you. He's doing it because he's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, yeah, Partly because <laughs> it annoys nerds and partly uh, because, because... it annoys Louisa. <laughs> I'm just what? used to it at this point. I don't know if I should be offended that you're saying I'm not a nerd. Cause yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <the distinction. laughs> well, girls can't be nerds. We know this from... Yeah, you're oh, a fake um, nerd. Oh, that's you're right. The popular civil, the popular civil rights movement, Gamergate, taught us this. <laughs> yeah, you're a fake nerd girl. That's why you don't like uh, video games. That's why you don't know what Pokemon are, or yeah. sorry, Pokemans. Yeah, and then I yeah. look up and accidentally look into a mirror and I crumble into dust. <laughs> I've been fake this whole time. Wait, what is? Is that a reference to anything? No. <laughs> okay. I was yeah, that's to... why. You know how women are famous for never looking at mirrors? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking for a second vampires, but they just can't see themselves in mirrors. They don't turn into dust, although that would be a cool interpretation of vampires. Like, the sun makes them invisible, so they can't see themselves in the sun, but then if they look in a mirror, they crumble to dust? That'd be pretty cool. Ooh, like a reverse yeah. Dracula. Yeah, well, not really. Just the... They can only <laughs> just... eat garlic and they're allergic to blood? <laughs> yeah. I like how there's like 12 different interpretations of what the term reverse jacula means. Yes. <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, I still want the. I think that that might be a wrestling move by one of those luchadors we did several <laughs> months ago. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, probably jacula. that one who is like part bat, part dragon. Was that one of them? I think he was supposed to be all dragon. He just looked very much like a bat, but he was <laughs> called like Draco the Dragon Man or something. <laughs> Part man, part bat, all dragon. <laughs> yeah. I guess, isn't a dragon really just a cross between a man and a bat, if you think about it? Yes. Yeah, it's all the cruelty of man with all the wings of a bat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that sounds like the tagline of an awesome movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dragonheart? How to Train Your Dragon. <laughs> all the cruelty uh, of some other man. dragon movies. <laughs> Pete's uh, Dragon? Yeah, that would be great. Oh man, that's such a good gritty reboot of Pete's Dragon! <laughs> they just did the gritty reboot of Pete's Dragon. It came out like two weeks ago. Yeah, but no one cares about that because it didn't have an awesome tagline. <laughs> yeah, they were just like, what if a dragon was friends with that kid? The problem is, the way to do a gritty reboot of Pete's Dragon is to make it that the dragon's not real and that the kid is, like, going insane. But that's I don't think they're of, willing to do that. That's what they in the. I I only ever saw the original, but uh, that was sort of the implication, right? Like, because no one else could see the dragon, they're like, "Hey, Pete, you stop making up stories." And then it's like sort of gaslighting him into thinking that uh, he's just causing trouble and lying. Yeah. The problem is, though, then at the end, there's a part where the dragon picks up a man and runs through a wall, leaving a perfectly dragon-shaped hole, so yeah. I guess... That the, was the one flaw. The grand illusion is, is broken at that point, because <laughs> there's provably a dragon there. Is that what the Sticks song was about? The Sticks? Grand illusion? Probably. Is that a Sticks song, or is that just a lyric from Come Sail Away? I have no idea what it you're talking about. It can't be a lyric from Come Sailor, because I don't know it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to hit Google for this one while Louisa tells us about what she's been up to on the internet. 
Um, on the internet this week, I watched the new season premiere of Great British Bake Off, and that was great. Was it the Jaffa Cakes one? Yes. That everyone's talking about? So I didn't see it. What's up with the Jaffa Cakes one? Uh, the controversy or in general? The, the controversy. I, I mean, okay, first of all, can we all agree that Paul Hollywood is a, is a total asshole? <laughs> no, I will not agree. Mm, I still haven't watched the show, so I can't. He's uh, kind of an asshole. I'll agree he's to that like the, He's like the British Guy Fieri. <laughs> no, he's the British Tom Colicchio. But I think if you find, and I think that is a good comparison, but if you look at them, Tom Colicchio isn't very funny, but he'll try to say, like, mean jokes Whereas Paul isn't very funny, but he kind of knows it, and he's not unnecessarily mean. Yes, that's true, but he's got the haircut of a Guy Fieri, and that okay. is the real, that's the main thing about Guy Fieri. That's right, I, I forgot you believe so strongly in phrenology, and how yes. important appearances are to people's actions. I mean, yeah, kind of. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying, if Guy Fieri and the Smash Mouth guy are both kind of assholes, my theory holds water. <laughs> they both raise a lot of money for charity, and gay, gay, gay. Guy Fieri did those uh, gay weddings, so... So I'm more like Gay Fieri. Yeah, with those gay yeah, weddings, Yeah, but right? both, of them, both of them also uh, fired their producers that worked with them when they weren't famous once they got famous and then sued them out of all the money they should have gotten. That's not great. I yeah, just like that. Lady Gaga. <clears throat> I don't know about that, but I think Lady Gaga has a certain Guy Fieri-esque quality, yes? Mm, yes, you've always <laughs> said that. <laughs> it's true. You guys know me well enough to know that this is one of the core tenets of my uh, Yeah, she always eats big cheeseburgers beer. and goes, ah, oh, that's so money. She eats a lot of that's things off Lady of Gaga's flip-flops. That's what Lady Gaga's famous for. Yep. <laughs> Uh, I was right about Sticks, by the way. The Grand Illusion is the title track off of the album that Come Sail Away is on. The title tra- so the album is also called The Grand Illusion? Yes. Okay. <laughs> anyway. I'm very right all the time is the point. So the thing about Jaffa Cakes was that Paul Hollywood dips his in his tea. Gross. So then a lot of people were like, boo, that's only for biscuits. You shouldn't be dipping Jaffa Cakes. And the Jaffa Cake, uh, the, uh, the, um... Uh, name brand of Jaffa Cakes? I don't know what you'd call it, but the company that makes the product you buy in stores called Jaffa Cakes came out to say that is not what you're supposed to do with Jaffa Cakes. So, this is a non-story. Yeah, who gives a fuck, <laughs> really? Yeah, I actually like doing that too, but I'm <laughs> still gonna make make it mad. Um, what is the name of the company that owns Jaffa Cakes? Is it Biscuit Core? McVitie's. McVitie and Price. Those no, I want to do digestives. I wanted to have more of a ominous Big Brother like overlord corporate name than that. It's got price in the name. Wait, it has price in the name? Yeah, McVidian Price is the name of the company. Oh, it's I thought it was just McVitie's. Huh, okay. I think they got oh, merged. Maybe, at some I think point. they they've changed it. Yeah, I think it looks like they've changed it to just McVitie's. Oh, maybe they're not merged anymore. McVitie's were they the ones who invented digestive biscuits? Yes, I mentioned those 30 seconds ago. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, but, well, you said that they made them. I was trying to figure out if they were the ones that invented them, because somebody in Scotland did. Their first biscuit was uh, the first ever digestive biscuit created Apparently... by a young new employee, Alexander Grant, in 1892. 
Apparently, yeah. when they first started making them, they weren't selling very well, and then someone was like, what if we put sugar in these? Like, yeah, dog. <laughs> and chocolate yeah, you on should, one side. <laughs> you should fucking put sugar in your fucking cookies, you assholes. What <laughs> well, the fuck that, is wrong there was with that you? that health craze about cornflakes and stuff, wasn't there? Uh-huh. That, like, everyone's gonna eat uh, whole hey, grains and no sugar, and it's gonna be great. Hey, Louisa, <laughs> you know what everyone puts... Superman. <laughs> Louisa. You know what everyone puts on their fucking cornflakes before they eat them? <laughs> fucking sugar. Yeah, but the cornflakes were that's... a food invented to make you less horny. Yeah. So yes. no sugar. Yeah. But, but isn't uh... that isn't it true that all foods make you less horny, or is that just me? <laughs> mm. Pasta makes you sleepy, does that count? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Every food I eat makes me want to do things less. <laughs> that is true, yeah. Uh... What about like a, a good steak or something? No, I no. feel like that's a that's what's the horniest food? Oysters. Uh, yeah, oysters. Ew. Make, oysters make me want to vomit, which is not <laughs> a sexy thing for me personally. But here's the good: I don't like oysters either. But if you have any kind of seafood, it's usually like a small portion, and it's like like if it's good, it's like delicately flavored, and that won't weigh you down. So I guess maybe. I guess, but then I'm just like, I, you know what, I really, like, oh, baby, you know what I'd really like right now is another helping of this seafood. <laughs> <laughs> A big scoop of seafood salad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, seafood puts me out of the mood because uh, of the negative cultural associations. Oh, gross. Between seafood and genitals. <laughs> You're, Jeff, no. Uh, I could have said that in a far worse way. I know, but You could have also not said it at all. Yeah, How that's about a- that? That was an option. Uh, this is a safe place for me to speak my mind. <laughs> no, it's not. And say horribly offensive things to my dear friends and about my dear friends. Oh, no. And also gross sex things. Yeah. Unrelated to my dear friends. Okay, so now you have to say a gross sex thing about Chris. You did all those other uh, things know. to his, Chris on this episode. His, his butthole probably smells bad. Oh, doesn't everyone's? Isn't that what they're for? <laughs> yeah, that, I, I it's a it's a cop out, but you know. Yeah, all right, I'll I'll accept it. <laughs> all of this is bad. Although, although, wouldn't it be weird if it didn't? <laughs> oh man, what if it smelled like like flowers? You would know he was some kind of like like genetically engineered weird monster, man. <laughs> Because that's how you can tell. That's the the key in so many sci-fi movies, that old Uh, trope. (laughs) Yeah, no, what if that was a thing? That's how how you know The boy with the strawberry butthole. (laughs) 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 This is a genuinely good idea. No, it's not! Do a Blade Runner type movie where (laughs) the only way you can tell if somebody is a robot is if their butthole smells bad. Oh man, the Voight-Kampf test becomes so much more intimate. Yeah. Also, why didn't they just do that in the Blade Runner? Could those androids poop? You come, acri- why you come across would they a butthole, make those you androids smell it. Able to How poop? does it smell? <laughs> no, I, yes, Louisa, exactly. Why would they make these androids able to poop? But at the same time, if that's the case, then the whole premise of that book slash movie is that these androids (laughs) do androids poop in electric toilets (laughs) yes (laughs) no but the whole the whole premise is that they're so similar to humanity that it's impossible to tell the difference without deep probing psychological tests Uh, and i'm saying saying that just some regular deep probing would do the trick too (laughs) 
Yeah, you it doesn't even like, hey. sound like you need to be deep probing if you pull down their pants and they don't have a butthole. <laughs> I don't right? think that they've, I don't think that the police have can a ask to see your butthole. No, they've got to have a butthole. My question is, can it produce anything, or is it just like a belly button that just goes down a couple centimeters and then stops? If a butt poops in the forest and no one is there to hear it, does it make a sound at all? <laughs> Oh. This is dumb. Everything got real stupid. <laughs> got? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it, I, you'd just be like, hey, Rutger Hauer, show me your butthole. How did we get uh, here? It's, it's not there. You're a robot. How did we get here from Great British Bake Off? <laughs> that might be the furthest journey we've ever taken on this show. <laughs> the real question is, how did it take us this long to get here? I guess. I like the idea that someone, like, some kind of divine being is controlling our actions and was like, how can I introduce a subject that will make them talk about androids buttholes? What's the perfect formula? Oh, Great British Bake Off. The divine being is playing one of those party games where you try to trick someone into saying the key word without uh, letting them know that you're doing it. Yeah, you know what? If if all divine beings are doing that, it actually makes the universe make a lot more sense now that I think about it. <laughs> and that's why I scream those terrible the- things on the subway, Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, are you saying God created the Great British Bake Off and indeed the entire country of the United Kingdom of Great Britain just to get us to talk about buttholes on this episode of our podcast? I'm saying that it's hard to believe a universe where that isn't true. Yeah, I was, I've been thinking about a lot the past couple of days, the idea that literally 14 billion years of moving particles have culminated in this moment. They've all conspired to make me say poopy butthole or whatever. How high yeah. are you right now? <laughs> Zero. I'm low to the ground. You need to be either more brought you low. To, you need to be either more or less. <laughs> whatever <laughs> whatever you need, it's you're at exactly the wrong point right now. <laughs> uh, so do they implant memories of pooping in the androids in Blade Runner so well, that they won't know that they're androids? This is my whole point, and I know Louisa hates that we're still talking about this, but this is my whole point. <laughs> so do you, I know that. I know, but the sh- the movie like is about how these androids are designed so well that even they don't know that they're not human sometimes. But like, wouldn't you be like, hold on, it's been fifteen days since I pooped and I don't <laughs> feel bad. There's got to be something wrong. I think that. Well, never mind. Well, I like to believe. I was going to say future. I think that when it goes more than a day or two. <laughs> no, too much information. <laughs> I think that their programming must just insert memories of pooping. So does that mean that they're programmed to go into a bathroom, lock the door, and then black out for two minutes and then come back out? (laughs) No, they're not programmed to use the bathroom at all. It's just every time their OS resets or whatever, the memories of them taking bathroom breaks are inserted into their, their... Data yeah, but then someone would be someone would be like, "All right, do you need a bathroom break?" And then the the Android would be like, "No, no, I just went two minutes ago." And they'd be like, "No, you didn't. I saw. I've been here. You you didn't go anywhere." No, and then here's what say, I like to think: it happens at the end of the day when they're dreaming of unicorns. I like but, to think that this future is 
enough of a utopia that no one ever mentions going to the bathroom ever. So the androids don't have to do it, but they also don't have to think They're about too it. Polite. No one's no one's ever talking about it. <laughs> it's just the ultimate taboo is mentioning buttholes. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be great? You wouldn't have to see ads for adult diapers on the TV anymore. Like that's okay. I want the opposite. I want us to stop having taboos about the things everybody does, like pooping and sex. Why? <laughs> yeah, why? Because we should have taboos about the things that are actually abhorrent and aberrant, like doing violence to people. That's true. And I think that it should be, we should get over the taboos enough to be able to educate people on, like, how to not damage their bodies during their normal living processes at all. But, like, I also think that I'm really happy with the taboos that keep people from telling me about their bathroom habits in casual conversation. Yeah, because some people don't That's... have that filter, and they're unbearable to talk to. Yes. Hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is an intervention, Jeff. <laughs> um, all 40 episodes of this podcast have just been about this. There's a divine being, Louisa, who has established this whole podcast just to get us to this moment. You guys have just been talking around it because you're so nervous about talking about bathroom stuff. This is just yeah. how polite we are because of being yeah, British. Because we were on. It, yeah. We're from the continent that was created by God to make us talk about android buttholes. <laughs> yeah, I forgot British people don't crap. It's weird because British British people are very polite and usually very uh, like uncomfortable about talking about this kind of stuff. But then British humor is like all about farts and pooping. That's all of it. Yeah, somehow that's, that's the problem. I think like when people say like, "Oh, we should have less taboos about sex." But if there's taboos about sex, that can make, like, regular sex, like, something that's, like, cool and, uh, secretive. And that's good, I think. Because if regular sex becomes okay, then weirder stuff has to be the cool secret stuff. Yeah, I think we should have more taboos to make less dangerous stuff more fun. Yes. Yeah, let's teach children that they don't have genitals. <laughs> How's that gonna work? <laughs> uh, no, let's uh, teach- I don't know how taboos work. <laughs> Let's teach. Let's teach everyone that dr like drinking iced tea is the most awful thing you can do, and no one should ever do it. Yeah. Can you imagine oh, how man, fucking I... good iced tea would be? I just became the coolest man in that universe because that's all I drink. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. If we can make a taboo around something that's not dangerous and super easy to get your hands on, then it would make that thing so much better. This society makes this backfire way too much, though, because think about vaping, oh, wait, we which did that was a weed. hilarious joke. We all had a lot of fun at the expense of people who vape, but then now <clears throat> vapors think that they're this persecuted minority, and that's exactly the wrong way to go with this stuff. Yeah, that's why yeah. That's why when people, like, try to... It's sort of like when skateboarding was quote-unquote persecuted, and it's like skateboarding is not a crime... <laughs> but it is. I mean, the way you're doing it, it is, so yeah. stop, stop skateboarding it. over people trying to have a lunch in the park. <laughs> like, yes. that's really the problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can't skateboard with two guns taped to the skateboard. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no, actually, that you would can. be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way to get good balance. You have to have one taped each side, or else what are you going to do? You, There's no other how way. You, Tony how Hawk's you, pro sniper. How would you pull the trigger? <laughs> 
automatic. They're just set to go. They're just going the, the whole time. Oh, wait, so are both guns on the back of it, like, propelling it forward? Awesome. Yes, absolutely. Oh, the force of oh, bullets. <laughs> Did you see, have you guys heard of the book What If by the guy who does um, XKCD? Yeah, I listened to the audiobook. It was great. No. He did a piece in there about how you could build a rocket ship that would fly you out of Earth's atmosphere just using guns shooting down at the ground and exactly how many guns you would need. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, well, it was like a huge platform just made of AK-47s, right? It was a, it was a, he designed the whole thing. It was like a 14-foot a square of wood on top of like 6,000 AK-47s all pointed at the ground, set to fire at once or something. Hmm. Ah, so good. <laughs> is it? Yeah, that whole book is really great. Like, it really is. About hmm. What if there was a drain at the bottom of the ocean? How long would it take for all of the water to empty? I like the one that and was... what would the earth look like afterwards? I like the one that was like, what if there was only one true love for every human being on Earth? And how awful it would be, like, if you spent all day, every day, just on a conveyor belt passing one person per second, you still would have less than a 1% chance of ever meeting that person. And that's only if that person is guaranteed to, guaranteed to be alive at the same time you are. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> uh, I like math. I like it because it can sometimes disprove the silly, inconsequential things that people believe that make their lives worse for believing them. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the thing I have saw on the internet uh, is, um, uh, what is it, National Topless Day or something? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. And I just, <laughs> I just want to talk in general about the weird trend we have lately of all these holidays to trick people into sending you pictures of their boobs. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so... Why, why do we have that? Two things. Number one, there are already enough pictures of boobs on the internet. I genuinely <laughs> don't get it. No, there's never going to be enough, but uh, we don't need to trick I, people by pretending that Go Topless Day is something. I bet if you looked at one picture of boobs a second for the rest of your life, you would still never get to the end of the ones <laughs> in would, the, on the internet. <laughs> you would never I would get also to the never be satisfied. And find your soulmate pair of boobs. Yeah, your true <laughs> boobs. Uh, here's the thing about all those sending nude pictures things. If you want to send nude pictures to someone, and they want you to send them to them, you're both going to go ahead and do that, and you don't need some dumb day for it. Okay, so this leads to my second thing that I was going to say, which is, is there any way we could go the other direction with this and make it equally taboo for men to walk around shirtless? Because I hate that as much, the yes. same amount. Let's do that. Why not? I love it. Yeah, the whole yeah, thing... Yeah, I think that that's a pretty good idea. The whole thing of, like, oh, it's sexist that women can't walk around topless and men can is absolutely true, but then the idea that the solution to that is to let women walk around topless is, like, obviously wrong. Ugh. <laughs> Just put a shirt on, for Christ's sake. I know. Yeah, I don't want to see... I don't, I don't want to see anyone's nipples unless I'm in a specific situation where I am prepared to view the nipples. <laughs> also, You've can got we talk welding goggles on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I, I have a severe nipple allergy. Also, can we talk about how everyone makes a big deal about nipples, but, like, 
I also don't want to see strangers' belly buttons. I mean, I guess yeah. if people are wearing bikinis or whatever, fine. But like, Ooh, I hate to see strangers' armpits. Can we make tank yeah. tops illegal? <laughs> what is up with that? Just like fucking cover up your things that anything that you feel like anyone else might be ashamed of. Just don't do it. Yeah, you guys are way prudier than me. <laughs> That's because you like, like to wear tank tops out in public. Yeah. I don't like to. It I own a sin. one tank top. <laughs> I do. Some... I own one tank top, and it's the Jordan Jesse Go Get 'em Get 'em Get 'em 2016 brand <laughs> one that everyone should own. I have two tank tops that I sometimes wear to the gym if it's super hot, but I feel like that's sort of like the beach in terms of like I'm not going to surprise anyone with my yeah. body. <laughs> um, and also, both of my gym tank tops are references to the nerdiest things I could find. One is a uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy one, and one is a Final Fantasy VII one, so. Tag tops are for either exercising or warm weather, out, like, outdoor parties. Mm, I have tank tops, Which I think but going I always to the wear beach a cardigan. That. I think that the rule should be, if you're wearing something that someone could be like, oh my god, to, like, if you're in a situation where it could, somebody could be surprised by seeing your body, then you're not wearing something that's appropriate for that situation. Mm, I think that can be a uh, incredibly slippery slope as far as uh, people telling other people what they should be wearing. I yeah. guess so, but... I, this is where both... I feel like this is a safe space, because I'm saying I don't want people to wear tank tops, and I don't want to see people's gross armpits, but I'm saying that in the safe space of complaining. <laughs> I don't actually care <laughs> what anybody wears. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't want to shame anyone. I think it cuts both ways, though, right? Because, like, if you want to w- walk around topless and have your dumb, long, like, gross, greasy, hippie hair, then go to... Oh, like... I thought you were going to say long boobs. <laughs> oh, long, yeah. gross, greasy Your boobs. long, noodly boobs. <laughs> <laughs> then fucking go to Burning Man. That's what that's for. And everyone will be like, yes, this is what I expected here. <laughs> I-, I just think that if... Uh... If you, if the judgment is, will other people be surprised and grossed out, don't, like, then don't wear it, then that, uh, leads to, like, basically, like, women and fat people would just have to wear big burlap sacks or, uh, sneak around in cardboard boxes like Solid Snake. (laughs) Which I'm okay with as long as they choose to wear those cardboard boxes. I want to start wearing a rain barrel with two, uh, suspenders over my shoulders (laughs) and just wear that at all times. Ah, yes, that's (laughs) perfect. Our friend Zach wore one of those to a party once and it was amazing. (laughs) Was it a costume party? It was an anything but clothes party where you could wear anything that wasn't clothing, and it was so good. Oh, it was pretty good. I made it. I made an entire three piece suit out of rubber gloves for that party. I was pretty oh, proud God. of that. Didn't you uh, pass out from? Uh... No, but I got so sweaty. It was really disgusting. <laughs> for one of those, I made uh, Roman centurion armor out of cardboard boxes. That was fun. Yeah, one time I made a toga out of a twister mat as well. That was good. That was a good. Oh, one. that was good. And I wore the twister oh, board on my head so that people could spin it and then, like, <laughs> poke me with a spoon or whatever. <laughs> you had a spoon? I didn't, but, I mean, you know, whatever people had handy. I don't think spoon is one of the spots on the twister board. <laughs> That's true, I suppose. I oh, guess that'd it was be That would be such a charming game of twister. <laughs> yeah. You and the per- other person playing just had to spoon for a little while. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it lands Left on. Spoon. Spoon. <laughs> Everybody's spoon. <laughs> yep. 
the the <laughs> twister board is red. just a solid color circle, and it just says spoon <laughs> all the way around. <laughs> Wait a minute! Well, how did I think you know this game about my bed trick. sheets? <laughs> Everyone just lay on this red blanket and spoon. Oh, how sweet! <sighs> anyway, all right, it's time to pick a random subreddit. So we've got three options as usual. Uh, why don't Jeff? Why don't you tell us about yours first? Oh, Jeff's disappeared. Jeff has decided to not do that. Louisa, why don't you tell us about yours first? Okay, mine is r slash berserk, which uh, is the name of a manga, apparently, I think, because it mentions berserk the manga in the first set of results that I saw before I clicked away from the page. Man, I was really hoping that would be something to do with, like, Viking warriors yeah, or something. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh... Just about yeah, I've heard of the anime Berserk, but uh, I have not viewed it, so I don't know anything about it. Yeah, it might be the anime. I don't know if they're related. <clears throat> oh, sorry, I forgot. We're not supposed to look at it. I, it is the anime. Oh, just just about any interpretation of the word Berserk would be better than the anime. Like if it was about Wolverine, I'd be into it. If it was about uh, <laughs> Viking warriors, I'd be into it. <sighs> anyway, all right. Well, mine is R slash replications. And I did have to read some of the sidebar to understand what this is even about. Is it about replicants? No. Oh, I wish. That would be really good. I don't think so. It's, (laughs) the okay, the the first sentence of the sidebar says, Images, GIFs, video, or audio replications of the psychedelic and hallucinogenic experience. Oh. (laughs) That's how I feel about that. I think it sounds interesting. No? I mean, it sounds interesting in a way that I'm going to hate everyone who posts on this board. Yeah, but that might be okay. (laughs) (laughs) We hate everyone who posts on all of these boards. I guess that's true. All right, Jeff, what's your one? Uh, Mine is... um, What is this? It's T-E-F-L. What does that stand Mm, for? Florida. It's about teaching teaching English as a second language. Teaching English in Florida. Um, Yeah, sure. (laughs) Uh, no, it's, uh, t- teaching English in foreign lands, maybe? Hmm. Uh, it says anything and everything about teaching English to speakers of other languages. Hmm, that also sounds interesting. What is the FL? I don't know. Teaching English to foreign language speakers? Shouldn't there be an S, then? Shouldn't it be Teffels? Yeah, I'm used to teaching English as a foreign language. As a foreign language. I get it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm used to seeing this as ESL, English as a second language. Well, but I think that's for people who are living in an English-speaking country learning English, and this is for teaching people in a country that doesn't speak English, English. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. I bet some people have good stories. Yeah, that Yeah, that seems like something that we should probably have respect for, though. Yeah, but that doesn't mean we can't talk about things around it. We don't stay on topic yeah. very much anyway. That's true. That's fair. Yeah, we don't always make fun of the subreddits. That's true. We usually just make fun of, like, other things that we were reminded of by the subreddit. So that would be fine. What was replications again? I've already forgotten. 
Uh, in- it's weed dads making screensavers. Oh, right, 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 right. Images, <laughs> gifts, video, or audio replications of the psychedelic and hallucinogenic experience. Uh, I don't think it's weed, I think that's Jeff. what I said. You can't have... You don't get psychedelic and hallucinogenic effects off of weed. <laughs> yeah, but the people doing this are definitely weed dads. Yeah, that's probably true. Is that a subsection of the uh, gay lifestyle? <laughs> weed daddies? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure Sorry, I should have specified. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's that's older gentlemen uh, who are high, and that's what you're sexually attracted to. How high they are? <laughs> yes. I think if you're... Uh, and also the fact that they're old and they make corny pun jokes. And they know how to get you some weed. <laughs> I think if you're attracted... <laughs> yeah. I think if you're attracted to anyone when they're intoxicated, then you're a criminal, aren't you? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> like, oh man, I'm only attracted ah! to girls when they're unconsciously drunk. <laughs> that's not okay. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, I think weed is a. I think weed is a functional. Uh, is a functional high for the most part. Mm. Yeah, I can quit anytime I want. <laughs> yeah, just because you're functional doesn't mean you're making good decisions. Yeah, that's true. But there are people who smoke all the time and also engage in sexual activity with other people. I think that's fine. I think that the other people have to be as high as they are for it to be okay. <laughs> yep. Mm. Like super bad rules. Yep. That weird scene in Super Bad. Yes. Yep. No? Yes. Also, okay, it's funny because it's super bad rules in that it's a reference to the movie Super Bad, and also it's just a super bad <laughs> it's rule. Very bad. <laughs> <laughs> Someone asked me to make, well, it was like a post where it was like, what's your 10 favorite movies since the year 2000? And I was just thinking off the top of my head, and Superbad was on that list. Why? Is that weird? Yes. I really liked that movie. I thought it was very funny and heartwarming. Can I, can I say that I'm horrified that people still make references to McLovin? How is <laughs> yeah. that still oh, yeah, happening? That's, that's the dumbest joke in I that know. movie, and I feel bad that, that, I feel bad that, that actor uh, is forever known as McLovin. Like, that is the, that is the, like you say, the dumbest joke. That is the, that is almost a joke that's in there to make fun of people who would laugh at that joke. And that is the thing that I, that people still reference. That's what people do though, isn't it? Like, that's why they quote uh, Borat and stuff. Like, that was to make fun of the way people think those things are funny. And they think those things are funny. (laughs) Like, that's how it is. Yeah, satire is impossible. (laughs) No, 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 no. We like, the joke, the joke of McLovin is that Michael Sarah, and Jonah Hill are like, that's not, that doesn't make sense, that's dumb. Yeah. And everyone's like, ha ha ha, McLovin, it's so good. No, yeah, but, it's not, it's bad on purpose. No, it's okay, because we get it. Yeah. The three of us are the right <laughs> audience, and we enjoy it in a way that makes it so that we don't actually like it. We're the only ones who aren't androids. <laughs> yes. We're the only ones that yeah. can poop. <laughs> I have so many buttholes, I could never be an android. Just look at this sack full of buttholes. Oh man, that makes me think of uh, Hello from the Magic Tavern again. Beef jerky as a sack of buttholes. (laughs) (laughs) Dear Seeing Reddit, I'm a large fan of your show, and I really enjoy every episode, but I would prefer if you stopped referring to your fandom as a sack of buttholes. Signed, your biggest fan, Chris Luminella. A large yeah, fan? Yeah, I know that too. I know, I know. 
It's me, the largest <laughs> fan of your show, Andre the Giant. I thought Andre the Giant would like our show. <laughs> it's me, a large fan of your show. I'm Uatu the Watcher. <laughs> Isn't Uatu the Watcher like a like a teenage boy now? In in Marvel verse, uh, he works with Peter it. Parker that at some was... kind of laboratory. Uh, that is, yeah, that sounds vaguely familiar. They have not really touched on it, uh, but there is a boy who is named after Uatu, and they have not revealed his connection to the Watcher proper at all, I don't think. But he's also, like, a super genius? Yeah. So... He's a, a, a Wunderkind, I think, is the German word Doesn't for Doesn't everybody uh, get to be genius, a fucking right? super genius in comic books? Especially in the Marvel yeah, universe. Yeah, in the Marvel universe, yeah. There's, like, no super geniuses in the DC universe. They're all just like, uh, Batman. Uh, I'm a jock. Batman. Yeah, but Batman's main thing is punching The people. elongated man. His main thing is stretching. I've heard Adam. a lot of people say that Superman isn't just super-powered in his body, but also his mind. That was the old, that was like Golden Age Superman. Uh-huh. He he still is very good at figuring out situations, um, but I think that's less a superpower and more just a, a strong Midwestern upbringing with uh, subtle Christian values. <laughs> well, yeah, because I remember I remember in a Golden Age Superman comic, he one time like genetically engineered a. He one time? That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, he probably did. I was capable of. He probably did do that too, but I was going to say one time he. Uh, uh, like engineered a serum to make it so that any human being could live forever and he was just like yeah i'm from krypton so i'm super smart here's my science and it's like uh i i think the nature versus nurture on this is off a little bit (laughs) (laughs) i like the idea that he's real dumb i've heard that positive as well which doesn't bear out but i like thinking about it (laughs) i like to think that he's just like a pretty smart average dude except for being physically an alien. Uh, here's the problem with telling those stories though. No one is telling them with enough finesse to make a difference between pretty smart average dude and super genius. That's true. Because <laughs> yeah. like I think by this point Peter Parker is an average dude in the Marvel Universe and he is constantly inventing yeah. like anti-gravity cars and stuff. Yep. The the series where um, Doctor Octopus became Peter Parker though was he it was a pretty good way of showing like no 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 he's way smarter than everyone around him like that that series I thought did a good job although the problem is in real life when people are way smarter than everyone around them they usually just close off and don't really have relationships with other people anymore and that's what. Dr. Octopus did, and that turned him into a supervillain, so, like... That's what all supervillains do. Yeah, but none of the superheroes who are equally smart do that, and what I'm saying is, that's how smart people roll. They just don't like people, mostly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's why Iron Man has been so compelling for nigh on 50 years now. Uh, I'm sorry, Jeff, like... I think it's called Iron Heart now, thank you very much. That's a different character. I know, but... It makes me. I like angry. that. Doc- I like that Doctor Doom is Iron Man. Also, I think that's fun. But does he have magic powers? Sometimes it seems he does. Uh, yeah, he is. Uh, 
he got kicked out of science college, so he traveled the world to learn uh, the dark arts and become a sorcerer. <laughs> yeah, so, so he's not, they were he's correct not really to kick Iron him out Man. of science college because he wasn't that interested in actual science, it sounds like. No, he was just interested in bringing his mother back to life. Oh, okay. And science wait, rejected wait, his, foul, his foul machinations. Is it possible that uh, the Fantastic Four is just a continuation of Full Metal Alchemist? And Elric uh, just uh, grows up to become uh, Doctor Doom. I have some problems with the timeline here. Why? Uh, Fantastic Four was invented in 1963, uh-huh. which is probably before the creator of Full Metal Alchemist was born. No, no, no. Look, Full Metal Alchemist is a prequel. Clearly, that's not my point. Okay. My point is, could these be existing in the same universe? Do we know for a f- the, Mar- the Marvel universe? Do we know for a fact that the Fantastic Four don't live in a universe where alchemy is real? I think we know for a fact that they live in a universe where alchemy is real because of Stephen Strange. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Strange definitely does some alchemy and stuff. Yeah, uh, he also knows. He also knows about uh, our world. There was just an issue where he was trying to help someone who basically uh, fell into a comic book. In not so many words. Uh, and he, like, saw their world and was like, huh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, yeah, I could see it. Yeah, mm-hmm. comic oh, books, God. you need to cut that shit out. You've <laughs> yeah. done that too many times now. It's done. It was, uh, it was well done. It was, like, a good excuse to have a character that breaks the fourth wall and also, like, does murders and stuff. Because they're just like, well, none of this is real. Mm, is it it's good? It's all just comic books. But, like, it's such an overdone thing. Like... There's yeah, your right. fourth wall has been broken. Okay, okay, okay. Oh yeah, pick which, one of these goddamn subreddits, and I choose the language one. Is my vote? Yeah, same. All right, let's do it. Uh, I looked at the top post ever, and it really warmed my heart. Uh, it the the title is Hi Reddit. I'm a teacher in Hong Kong, and today shared all of my resources, 1.3 gigabytes, on my new website for free. No nonsense. Enjoy. Really yeah, nice. I want to just go over the board real quick so we know what people are saying about it. Oh yeah, I forgot we do that first. <laughs> it doesn't really have a header. It says T-E-F-L Reddit on a chalkboard. And then on the side it says anything and everything about teaching English to speakers of other languages. And then it has some other facts that you should look at. But that's about it. Yep. It seems to be mostly people coming from America to go to different Asian countries, I guess. Yeah, yep. con- yeah, that's a very popular thing. A few of our friends have done that or thought about the it. The specific countries it calls out in the list of countries are South Korea, China, Japan, Spain, Saudi Arabia, Thailand, Vietnam, Russia, Eastern Europe, Myanmar, Myanmar, sorry, Turkey, and Colombia. So, uh, it's I'd say it's about half Asian countries and then half Middle Eastern. The only Eastern uh, other European. than. Other than Spain and Eastern Europe, the rest of them seem to be Middle Eastern or Asian. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense, I think. I mean, those are probably the countries that uh, are most interested in America. I always kind of feel like Europe is just like, yes, America is there. We get it. Like, <laughs> they already have people to teach <laughs> English because a lot of them already speak it as well. Yeah. Also, they want to distance themselves <laughs> from America as much as possible. <laughs> I think, which is reasonable. Yeah, we're a pretty bad country. Yeah, I think European people are like, oh fuck, like we look like the ba- the worst people from America. <laughs> like, 
that's not great. <laughs> we got to make sure everyone knows we're not Americans if we can possibly avoid it. <laughs> France, France is doing some stuff that's making us look good these days. Though. That's true. Thanks, France. <laughs> thanks for that. Yeah, gonna, thanks for being we're gonna, huge bigots because you're making us not look as bad. We're going to start calling them French fries again. <laughs> <laughs> now that they're back on our <laughs> level. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, now that they're being so racist that we're being like, oh, geez, maybe a little too much. <laughs> Let's put our I think arm I, back around you, France. <laughs> I think America needs to have somebody to look down on, though, don't they? Uh, according to current... Uh, yeah, we need things, someone, yes. like, better than us to look down on. Yeah, well, like, yeah. I mean, we need somebody... Someone with, like, socialized medicine and, like, equal rights for other people. We need somebody who thinks they're better than us that we can still look down on a little bit. Wow, that's just... Yeah, exactly. That's the thesis statement for the internet. <laughs> Isn't that also true of sports teams? Like, they tend to have one team that they really hate, and that other team really hates them, and they both think that they're the better team. It only works, though, if they're pretty much equally as good. Like, it, no one is ever like, those fucking Harlem Globetrotters better not mess with my Washington Generals. <laughs> no, but a lot of... I thought you said sports teams and was confused momentarily. <laughs> That's true also, but in a different way. <laughs> but I think I... all teams need somebody to look down on, though, really. They always find somebody, though, don't they? Yep. Except for one person who's the bottom of the totem pole, and then they go to uh, Forever Alone or whatever subreddit we talked about the other day. <laughs> yeah, why don't you bring that back up? That's a good idea. <laughs> uh, I'm browsing Reddit, and I just found Forever Alone dating. Okay, stop. Cool, Jeff. Why are you browsing Reddit <laughs> yeah. during our podcast recording? <laughs> oh, you mean our podcast about Reddit? About yeah. this specific subreddit this time. For fuck's sake, Jeff. You know how when you listen to podcasts, you never hear the hosts be like, oh yeah, no, I'm reading a book while I'm doing this. You know why that is? Uh, yeah, I get distracted sometimes. Don't. It's fine. Well, don't do it. Okay, so do you guys <laughs> speak any other languages? I took French for five years, and I am very unconfident in my ability to speak it, but I could probably just barely get by. I studied Latin for nine years, and I can barely read it. Uh, yeah, good, good. And I spent several months in Central America over the past couple of years for work, uh, and so I can order food at restaurants in Spanish, and that is all I know how to do in Spanish. Okay. I, I took about a semester and a half of Japanese, and so... I can look at very basic Japanese characters and know how they are pronounced. Oh man! Or see Jeff transliterated words and know how they are supposed to be said. Jeff, should we have been calling you Jeffson this whole time? <laughs> uh, please don't, because I will uh, not be able to process that. I don't know any vocabulary. What if we called you Jeff Chan? Is that better? I don't remember uh, which one's the. Then I'm a little girl. Yeah. Okay. You can call me Je you can call me Jeff Hime because then I'm Princess Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, there, there's someone who has H I M E as their last name in one of my Facebook groups, and I always immediately think they are their first name, Princess. Their first name, yeah. Uh -huh. uh, whenever I see their name, cool. <laughs> it's very fun. I love calling you Jeff Hime. I'm going to start doing that all the time now. That's the best thing. 
Yeah, you're definitely, you're gonna sound like an anime nerd in like 12 seconds, and I know you hate that. Mm, I guess so. I think I can, I think I can thread <laughs> that needle. I genuinely have confidence in myself. <laughs> it's so tempting, it's the forbidden fruit now. It really is. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna make fun of you for how much you like Naruto Shippuden or whatever. Yeah, I've watched a couple of those animes that are like, or super, not those ones, but like, similar to those ones that are very, um, uh, like, for, only for the most... What is that? Sh- for the Shoujo anime? Is that the one I that's watched, for little boys? What's that one that's Inuyasha? I watched oh, sh- a couple episodes Shoujo of is... Inuyasha, and Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Shoujo okay. is for little girls. What's the one for little boys? Wait, are you still talking about animes? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh, I think that, uh, what was the one that Inuyasha would classify as a shoujo? Oh, I don't know. Is it in that it's, like, got romance in it for girls? It's targeted, yeah, it's targeted towards, uh, like, like, teen and tween girls. Yeah, sure, that sounds about right. Um, so anyway. Uh, shonen, shonen is the one for young boys. Oh. Like, Naruto or Dragon Ball. Right. Yeah, so I've watched a handful of those, and, like, they're really bad. And they're bad in a way that's, like, it's weird because I think anime for adults is usually pretty bad, too. But, uh, I don't know. I can understand why people want to watch anime that's for adults. And I don't mean adult anime, like, like porn. Buttholes. But just, like... So they have a lot not... of buttholes in it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen... Yeah. You're going to get a certain number of buttholes in every episode of an anime, <laughs> even if it's for kids, but... Well, if there's any animals, their butthole will always be drawn as a little X under the tail. Sometimes it's a curly Q. So you do get buttholes. <laughs> oh, wait, really? I hate that. <laughs> They're both I've bad. I've only ever seen a little X. They're all bad. <laughs> no, the little X is cute. Do you guys remember in Disney's Hercules when everyone's nipples was curly Qs? Yes. What the fuck? Yeah, that's very, it's very cute. No, it's not. It's terrible. Well, oh, the whole animation style, they were trying to be the stylized, like, Grecian urn art, which I didn't so much care for. And it didn't really look that much like that stuff anyway. No, it didn't. It just looked like the people who were drawing it didn't weren't very good at it. Yes. Yes, <laughs> it did. <laughs> yeah. Man, okay, can we talk a little bit about how, like... Apparently, Megara from that is, like, one of the most beloved Disney princesses. When she's drawn so badly, (laughs) she looks so bad. Like, I love the woman who does the voice acting for the character, and I think she brings a lot to it. And, like, the character's written pretty well, but the art on her is atrociously bad. And it's like, somebody sat down and was like, hmm, okay, what could we possibly do to give little girls even more of a body complex? Like, how could we make a character that is even more upsetting to the the body image of everyone? Yeah. I don't mind the character design that much. I think don't, people don't like you? her in that weird way that people love Broadway actresses so much in a way that I don't understand that they get some Broadway actress that I have never heard of to do the voice of a Disney princess and then people love her because they love that actress so much. It's the same thing's kind of true in The Little Mermaid. When you say people, you mean gay men? Is that what you're talking about? Okay. Also, increasingly young women, which I find irritating. Yeah. I googled Megara to find, uh remember what she looked like and i found 
a deviant art of her kissing Giselle as a cartoon from the movie Enchanted. Ew. <laughs> yeah. Hey everyone. Uh, hey everyone. Hey everyone. Stop it. Yeah. D- stop jerking off to cartoon characters. <laughs> if you I, could make that happen. There's a really great <laughs> What you say? There's a really great PSA with Michael Jordan where he's saying where he's uh the memeified clip is him saying, "Stop. Get some help." <laughs> and, and that is exactly how I feel about people who do these drawings of Disney characters uh, being sexy with each other. I kind of feel like if you want to have this thing be, like, the taboo that you're ashamed of and you never, ever, ever, ever tell anyone about it, then then that's good. I'm glad that that's the thing mm-hmm. and you're not, like, choking yourself while jerking off or whatever. But stop it! <laughs> you shouldn't be proud of this, internet. Yeah. And DeviantArt, I'm looking at you, specifically. Yeah, especially it's a weird thing, you. isn't it? Mm. Like, if you found out someone you knew was, like, secretly, um, whatever the fuck her name is who wrote Fifty Shades of Grey, that would be yeah. kind of cool. E.L. James. It would be kind of cool if you found out someone you knew, like, their pseudonym, their secret name is E.L. James, and they wrote those books. But the fact that, like, that's a person who went on book signing tours and stuff, no, no thanks. Yeah, and like <laughs> you're supposed to be more ashamed of that. <laughs> yeah, just just a little bit more. I mean, it's like yeah. when when dirty books came out in the 70s or whatever. <laughs> when they would... invented dirty books in the 70s. Oh yeah. No, no, the no, no. 70s. no. <laughs> I don't mean like the 1770s maybe. Guys, I don't mean the first ever dirty books came out uh-huh. in the 70s. I mean when there were when people published their dirty books in the 1970s, people would still buy them just as much as they do now, but then they would take them home and hide them and read them only when no one could see instead of reading them on the fucking subway in fucking new york city what the hell is wrong with you yep just be ashamed of your love that's all <laughs> i ask got to hide your no. love away like the yes. song said <laughs> the beatles knew something i think it's fine to read like uh scintillating material in public but not just things that you're supposed to be jerking into I think it's all bad. Like, because, <laughs> like, you don't want boners when you're in public, do you? What are you going to do with it? What's your end game well, with yeah, that Well, yeah, exactly. That's, that's why I'm saying if it's, like, Fifty Shades of Grey, I, it, that's jerk-off material. Uh, unless you're reading it for the story. Unless you're reading it for the articles, then it's fine. <laughs> Here's all I'm saying. If you're reading something that could give you a boner or lady boner, then just... Do it when you are private so that no one knows. <laughs> I love that. Uh, I know. I disagree know strongly just because anything can for, give me a uh, the, the fact that he likes to complain about things, as I do. Yes, but I love that this is, true. this is really like painting him as some weird puritanical like <laughs> creature. <laughs> this whole episode, it makes you sound crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're just like no dancing because it makes people too horny. Uh, I mean,. Maybe some kinds of dancing. <laughs> I would be okay with certain... which kind. Ca- wait, which kinds of dancing? List five. Uh, well, I don't know that the dances with names are are the most horny ones. Although there's is... what about the dances with names is my favorite Kevin Costner. What about the forbidden dance? Is that the Macarena? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's the one. I think that's the yeah. It was dance. cast into the. 
It was cast into a dark pit by the sorcerers in 1997. <laughs> decided we should never know about it. <laughs> it's sort of like, you know how there's that stuff called forbidden rice? No. Do you guys know what I'm talking um, about? No, no, but now I want it. <laughs> you don't know <laughs> of about course this? you do. <laughs> it's, it's... If it's called forbidden, <laughs> I need it. It's that black rice that's like of... Whoa! I'm looking at it, it's crazy. Yeah, it's this black rice that, like, I guess in very old time Japan, or not Japan, China, um, was, like, reserved just for the aristocracy, and it was forbidden for normal common people to eat it. Ah. So it was called forbidden rice. Uh, and it's fine. I mean, it, mm. it's just, it doesn't taste super Ooh, it's better. It's antioxidants. I've tried yeah. making it once, and it turned the boiling water black, and then it was really yeah. sticky, like glue. Like, the rice yeah. was so sticky, it was kind of unpleasant to eat. Yeah, delicious. <laughs> no, but it's fine. I mean, it's not great. I don't think it's significantly better than regular rice, but it's that much better because it's forbidden. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know it's not forbidden anymore for me to eat it, but I still think of it as being forbidden from me, and it makes it better. I would love this, uh, like, doing half and half, like or like thirds of this with white rice and maybe brown rice. I think that would be a more visually interesting way to eat rice. I don't know. I'm, I don't know if I'm just doing brown rice wrong. Is it supposed to be always not very good? Yes. Kind of okay, chewy, good. like you're eating wood a little bit. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> yeah, it's just a little grainy, and you're like, hmm. I mean, yeah. I guess it's a grain. You're supposed, to take, you're supposed to take parts of the grain away before you cook and eat them. Like, the parts that are good for you, you need to get rid of yes. them. They make it taste bad. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> These are the uh, bad tastinators here and here. <laughs> I think if you tried to mix this uh, black like, rice with white rice, you would get purplish gray rice, and it would be super oh. sticky. Like, it would have a weird gelatinous film on it. Do you think you could... Maybe you'd have to make them separately and mix them after. Do you think, think you could make a Grimace-shaped Rice Krispie treat out of this purple rice yes. you speak of? Oh, oh, that's so Hold good. Hold on, can yes. you even puff this black rice, though? I bet you can't. I don't it being know. White, I bet it would just be white. Is there such you a... You could just dye white rice. <laughs> is there such a thing as a sweet rice ball? Are those? Is that something that is made? I don't know. Yeah, that sounds about right. Because there's rice pudding, right? I mean, like, it's not a crazy thing to have a dish that's sweet rice. Yeah, it's not crazy. And there's, uh, there's, there's like, rice donuts, but that's made with rice flour. Right. There's, not. Go there's on. like, red bean paste in China that's sweet. I think you sometimes serve that with rice? Not sure. Yeah, so I'm wondering if you made, like, a sweet rice, like, sticky enough to make a rice ball out of it, and then shaped it into Grimace. Uh, uh-huh. I bet that that would be disturbing. <laughs> I bet it would be. You're right. <laughs> you could just make it with regular, if you wanted a purple Grimace-shaped Rice Krispie Treat. Regular rice and purple marshmallows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, listen, Jeff, if we wanted the easy answer, obviously that. But <laughs> we're not yeah. We're not taking shortcuts here. <laughs> we're teaching English to people in foreign countries. <laughs> I like you that you don't want to yeah, take unhealthy shortcuts, but in the end result, you are mixing black rice with uh, melted marshmallows <laughs> to <Yes>. make this <laughs> grimace treat. We're all on board with that piece of it, obviously. <laughs> it's so weird to me how easy it is to make Rice Krispie treats. Yeah, it yeah. makes you really realize how much uh, moms in the 50s were phoning it in. <laughs> they were high on their pills. Like, I... That's why. Yes. <laughs> 
I discovered you could make them in the dining hall in college because there was butter, there was marshmallows for hot chocolate, and there was uh, Rice Krispies in a microwave. Oh my god. You could just throw it together, it's Are you saying you ate a bowl of unset Rice Krispie treat as a breakfast? Uh, I did it, like, once just to see if I could. You just, like, melt a little butter and marshmallows and you mix Rice Krispies in it. Yeah, I know. And then you, like... Leave it, leave it to sit as your dessert but, while you eat your regular healthy dinner. Or you could fill your backpack with it and then have one giant backpack-shaped Rice Krispie treat for for later that night which when is, you're super high. Which is good for snacking I mean, and to protect you from any attacks or falls. I bet that would genuinely be a good... No, never mind. I was going to say, I bet that would genuinely be a good uh, way to clean out all of the, like, grit and stuff that's at the bottom of your backpack. Uh, gross. But then your backpack would just be super sticky inside. I thought you were going to say it would be a good way to clean out your colon. I don't think that's true either. That's how you get that really clean butthole. Yeah, that's how you get that android-level butthole that- that is yeah, imp- for for when you take your void comp <laughs> test, then like, you need this to... This future just... where I was hoping people wouldn't mention bathrooms at all, I think now is a future where there are products advertised that they will get your butthole as clean as an Android. Yes! Exactly! <laughs> if, if you want your... Oh, no. no one will be able to tell that you're not an Android. If you want your butthole uh, to be as be like an Android's in that never been used uh, cleanliness, then this is the product for you. Yep. <laughs> Some kind of butthole. <laughs> ah, Some say kind it. of butthole rice krispie <laughs> treat. Is that what you're trying to say? Yes. <laughs> I couldn't even get through it. <laughs> Just cram a rice krispie treat up there. We don't know if it'll work, but it's worth a shot. <laughs> It's probably non-toxic. Hey, we're willing to try anything these days. Yeah. It's the future. We don't know anything about anything. <laughs> That's what it says on the billboards. It's the future. Give it yeah. a try. Instead of teens, yep. instead of instead of teens sticking uh, tampons soaked in vodka up there, they're like uh, they're just shooting rice krispies right up there. In this, in this, you have to our wait until current... it finishes. Snap, crackle, popping before you. Is this our utopian future where butthole transplants are as commonplace (laughs) as contact lenses? Why not take some risks with your butthole? (laughs) That scene in Minority Report, but instead of chasing his eyeballs around, he's chasing a butthole. He has to make sure he can pass through the butthole scanner. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he has to get a new butthole. That's how they keep keep the androids out of restricted areas, is with a butthole scanner. You could tell they know that it's a cr- that it's a, a murder coming down out of the crime chute because it's a brown butthole. Oh, oh. <laughs> like that company that makes chocolate buttholes. Yeah, they they that company. I think that's kind of cute. They found a niche. That company that niche. makes chocolate buttholes will make specifically your butthole in chocolate. Do you know about this? Yes. Oh, cool. They have a thing where you can send in a mold of your butthole, and then they'll make a uh, make it into chocolates. But like, ha- how? How does? Why? I keep I keep my butthole hidden away behind my butt. Cheeks. Yeah, like, is there anything more terrible that you could do to a stranger, even if they've invited it, than to mail them uh, your butthole? A perfect. <laughs> Like, 3D replica of the topography of your butthole? 
<laughs> Somebody must want that somewhere. <laughs> oh no! Stop it! I don't even like. Here's a mystery I never want solved. I don't want to know what my butthole looks like. Yeah. Guys, I just realized I'm going to put that we talk about buttholes in the description of this episode, <laughs> and it is going to be our most downloaded episode by a factor of ten. <laughs> Oh, I and then we'll get so, so many angry we are letters. Not getting the numbers I want. Angry letters from people who say, "Hey, I love those chocolate buttholes. How dare you?" <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. We've already established that we don't care if people listen to us out of hate, as long as they're listening. That's true. Yeah. Or if they're androids who just yeah, the download bad, the and bad download boys of and download. <laughs> Are... No, that's also fine as long as we get <laughs> yep. the numbers. You know, I keep thinking the word buttholes is going to be less funny, but then it keeps hitting me all over again. It really is pretty good, right? It's <laughs> yeah. like underpants. It's, it's really funny. <laughs> uh, oh, we got 94 on our music theory. Oh, uh, we can't do yeah, this again, Jeff. That on the air. That's we already the did that once. <laughs> We did that two weeks ago, and it was like eight minutes of Jeff reading off the numbers of every episode. <laughs> That's we, our we taboo. We cannot do that again. That's the forbidden fruit. Mm. Yeah. It's the forbidden rice of, of podcast topics. Yes. The forbidden rice crispy treat, which is a grimace-shaped rice crispy treat you shove up. <laughs> shove up. I can't do it. <laughs> Why is it Grimace? Why not any of the other McDonald's land characters? Grimace is already shaped like a butt plug. (laughs) Okay, well, that's fair. It's true. Also, it all started because it was purple, and I think he's the only purple Uh, one. Yeah, he probably is. I I mean, I just want Mayor McCheese up there. I'm so glad I went with Grimace and not my first instinct, which was Barney the Dinosaur, because I feel like Grimace is a thousand times funnier than Barney the Dinosaur. (laughs) I still have residual hatred of Barney the Dinosaur because of how much I hated him as a child. It's funny, though, because... And how popular it was to hate him. Yeah, that's the problem, right? I feel like for every one person who liked Barney, there were ten people who thought it was cool to hate Barney. Yep. Ugh. Why did we allow There's... that to be a thing that was treated as if it was a joke? There's a Wikipedia article titled Anti-Barney Humor all about that phenomenon. Yeah, but, like, who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. I had a computer game where you would shoot a bunch of Barneys and it would play, like, Beavis and Butthead voices encouraging you. I feel like when you're, a, like, a 12- or 13-year-old boy, that's exactly what you should be doing. Like, that's the whole point of <laughs> yep. you, is to hate things that no one gives a shit about. But uh, adults did this, and I don't understand. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I hated Barney when I was the right age to be watching it. Well, and I, I remember... think that's the key, though, isn't it? Like, if you tell a two-year-old, like, oh, aren't you a cute little baby? They'll be so mad that you call them a baby. <laughs> And it's like, if you're if you're 10, something that's popular for, like, 8-year-olds, oh, you'll be so mad if someone thinks you like that thing. I also think that there are there's, like, a group of people who've been trying to do this for other children's shows th- since then. Like, I remember people being like, oh, man, Teletubbies, am I right? That creepy baby, that gay one or whatever. Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. What the fuck do I care? I'm never going to watch that show, and I'm never going to talk to anyone who has, so why the fuck do I care? Yo Gabba Gabba, whatever, (laughs) I don't know what this is. I don't care. But we can we can all agree that Kailu is awful, though, right? I don't even know what it is. I think you're making, you're mispronouncing the name. (laughs) Are you doing that on purpose? Yeah, it's Kailu, apparently. Uh, 
Yeah, no, isn't, uh, that's the one that's popular to Isn't hate he now. just a worse-drawn uh, Charlie Brown? Could there be a worse-drawn oh, yeah. Charlie thinking, Brown? I was thinking a little... A little <laughs> I think he's worse-drawn than... Uh, Charlie Brown is, is... Yeah, absolutely he's worse-drawn than Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown is, like, stylized and no, cute. Nope. Caillou is a, like, bland, bald idiot. Same. Yeah. No, listen, I don't like either of them, but I will say that... What? I don't particularly care for either of them, but I think that uh, Charlie Brown and the Peanuts comic strip is ten times better drawn than most cartoon shows nowadays. You don't like Peanuts? That's weird. I just don't care for it. I don't really... I mean, I don't have strong feelings Mm -hmm. about Peanuts, but... Just ambivalence. I remember yeah, like, even as a kid watching their holiday specials and being like, these kids who are doing the voices are doing a very bad job. And then you found out they, they were, were like all adults. They were four and five. Oh. No, they weren't adults. I, That's the problem. No, they, they were kids. Yeah, the first one they were actual kids. And then you found out they were all the black-eyed peas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> you, okay, what? <laughs> Hold on. The, the lady Fergie was the voice of Charlie Brown's little sister. In one of the in, in one what? of the things they did in the eighties, I forget which one. Oh, okay. Because it was like it, it they was, were from like the sixties. The first one was in yeah. the sixties, yeah. and it was uh, brought to you by Coca Cola or whatever. Yeah, but man, I would love if Will I Am and Apple the App were also voices of of uh, <laughs> characters in the Peanuts. That'd be great. Especially if especially if they were the voices of the teachers and they were just synthesizer sounds. <laughs> I can I can see Taboo doing that. I know he yeah. act, I know he actually does sing and rap, but I always kind of imagine him just making like an electronic noise. <laughs> I think Apple the App is the the synthesizer boy, right? He's the is one he... with the mohawk. He's kind of shorter. He always wears sunglasses. Ta- I think Taboo's he's the one who really does their one. their mixing and whatnot. He he DJing. raps sometimes too, though. They all rap sometimes. So if you guys. <laughs> If you guys had to guess the title of the two films in which Fergie voiced uh, Sally Brown, um, what would you guess that those titles were? Time to give uh, it up, Charlie Brown. That's a good guess. Uh, Matt, what's yours? Uh, quit jerking off to cartoons, Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> the titles are crazier and dumber than both of them. No, the that's first not one possible. is. <laughs> It's Flash Beagle, Charlie Brown. Flash Beagle? Yeah, all is one word. Uh, and Snoopy's getting married, Charlie Brown. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Who did he get married to? How do I not know this? Uh, Woodstock, obviously. Flash it was Beagle. a will they, won't they for decades. <laughs> I... That's oh, no, f- sorry, Flash Beagle is a parody of Flashdance starring Snoopy. Yeah, I know, I've seen him pouring the water over himself. Uh, man, I hate yeah. that. Ah, <laughs> oh, boy. <clears throat> he got married to Genevieve? That's to. not even a character on that show. That's not even a word. <clears throat> Snoopy announces that he is getting married oh, to no. Genevieve. How does he announce anything? <laughs> But then Genevieve, that two-timing whore, falls in love with a golden retriever and runs off. What the fuck? Enjoy this, kids. This is super depressing. (laughs) This is like an introduction to the harsh realities of adulthood, Charlie Brown. Yeah. (laughs) Well, don't they have that one where they go to France and they get kidnapped or Snoopy gets kidnapped or something? 
That's taken. No, this is a... Charlie uh, Brown has a specific set of skills, and kicking a football is not one of them. (laughs) Pretty good joke. (laughs) You're about to be taken, Charlie Brown. Uh, Charlie Brown. Uh, Thanks for listening. Give me back (laughs) my five cents. Is that a joke? Not really. Bon voyage, Charlie Brown, and don't come back is the name of that one. That's not very nice. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. I like that everyone hates Charlie Brown and the Peanuts universe. It's funny because I always think that we're supposed to be like, oh man, Lucy's so mean, like, you know, I don't care for her. But I'm always sort of like, yeah, Lucy, you give it to that little wiener. Like, fuck that dude. He's such a fucking, like, nerd. Lucy's the real hero because Lucy figured out a way to get people to come to her so she could tell them what she didn't like about them and they would pay her. They (laughs) would pay her for that privilege. Yep. Charlie Brown is much less of a subservient milk toast than those like very early peanut strips and is much more of like an angry jaded character. And I like that also. (laughs) I think that's better. I like it being like, yeah, the world sucks. It's very bad. I remember (laughs) instead of like, oh, for most of the cartoons in the 80s, we were supposed to believe that the hero and the person we were most supposed to identify with was the like wiener who doesn't really care about anything and is just sad all the time and like fuck that yep like i i don't know i'll take schroeder over that at least he cares about something i like woodstock because he's always mad yeah woodstock linus is very often the like uh the main driving force of the plot and then the yeah but charlie brown ends up being the main character because he's the one who go, has to go through an emotional change. yeah but linus is like the kid you knew in school who was super religious and you kept on trying to pretend that wasn't the case but then every once in a while he would bring it up and you'd be like oh god i gotta stop being friends with this dude <laughs> yeah <clears throat> oh man is uh, charlie brown the kermit the frog of the peanuts like he has to step in and save them in yes. the end no, he doesn't 100%. do that. Charlie Brown doesn't save anyone. Charlie Brown <laughs> needs to be saved. That's all he does. He's like... Yeah, but he he tries to help and fails, which Kermit yeah, often does. Yeah, Kermit reverse psychology of the, the people. Badness of the reverse no. psychology is people all the time. Think about it. He's always like, well, I guess we really can't save it this time, you guys. No, And then fuck they all have guys. to rally Listen. around and be like, no, we have to save it for Kermit. No, fuck you all. Listen, Kermit the Frog <laughs> is the glue that holds the Muppets together. He is the only reason that they ever got any kind of career. He is the Muppets. Charlie Brown <laughs> is a wiener who brings down the whole Peanuts gang. Obviously they're different. He has no... They're not anything like each other. Kermit is a leader. He made them put together that Christmas tree for him because he was so sad. You can't fire me. I am the Muppets. He didn't, he didn't make them put... Just the... Kermit the Frog having a breakdown. <laughs> he didn't get them to put together that Christmas tree by leading them or inspiring them. He did it by being sad, and then they're yeah. all like, oh shit, this kid might commit suicide. That was my point be nice. about Kermit sometimes. Sometimes he literally is like, well, yep. you guys are right. We really can't get the, the stage, the uh, theater back together. We're, we're all going to have to quit. Sorry, guys. We can't do it this time. And then when? everybody rallies yeah, around sometimes... to do it in indefinitely the most recent Christmas movie, and maybe the one before that. The In the Jason Siegel one, there's definitely a point where mm. Kermit's like, oh, I guess we should give up, and the Muppets, yeah. like, rally around to avoid disappointing Kermit. Yeah. 
And he, That's he not gives entirely up in true. in Muppets Take Manhattan in that he has amnesia. So he has given up on the project. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Okay, the first That's the first example you gave Louisa was a Muppet movie parody of "It's a Wonderful Life," in which Jimmy Stewart tries to commit suicide, and then an angel helps him to recover his self esteem. I don't uh-huh. think that you can say, "Oh, well, Kermit gave up in that one." Like. I guess, but that's because that's the plot of that story that they were making a movie version of. It still counts. Wait, did they do, like, It's a Wonderful Life, Charlie Brown? Oh, I mean Kermit? (laughs) Sorry, I was following the Peanuts title (laughs) format and I couldn't find a way out of it. They did, the Muppets did a sort of retelling of the story of It's a Wonderful Life called It's a Very Merry Muppet Christmas. And it's a very good movie. Um, yeah. But I don't think you can fault Kermit for doing the thing that he needs to do in order for that story to be a retelling of the original work. Yeah, and, but in... And and the only way that, the like, at the end, he's still the one that rallies everyone to have a good Christmas. It's just that the pep talk he needs to get is from one other character, and that one other character is an angel. So, like, I don't think you can really say the Muppets rallied around to fix things. He usually does want to give up, though, and it's Fozzie who usually talks him out of it. I don't think that's ever happened. Just like I can't Linus talks single... Charlie Brown out of not believing in Jesus anymore, I guess, in that Christmas special. <laughs> 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 By quoting uh, part of the Bible. Yeah, I never really got that. <laughs> How does that make anything better? Um, he learned the true meaning of Christmas, and it's not about trees, but then also you can have a nice tree, because everything's great, and it's Christmas. Yeah, but isn't that movie about, like, oh man, Charlie Brown is sad because he feels unfulfilled by Christmas, so let's tell him some fucking even sadder things about Christmas until he stops being sad. Why, what are you doing, Linus? You're not helping. He forgets pretty the point original. of Christmas. I don't want that. Cheer him up by, like, being friends with him, not by being like, hey, I know you're sad because you don't have friends, but you should really be sad because Jesus died for your sins. That's not helping anyone. Um, but consider the fact that I can't remember what I was going to say. Hold on, I got something. I had something here. Uh, consider the fact that they did help him put that Christmas tree together at the end, that crummy tree that he bought. Yeah, because they thought he would kill himself otherwise. <laughs> well, sometimes that's how you get things done. <laughs> I'm just saying, Charlie Brown was the de facto leader of that anarchist cell, whereas Kermit genuinely brings people together and helps them to like work with each other and recognize the value of one another in a way that I think is much more positive. Yeah, but there's always a point where he's he's working so hard and helping everyone else, and then something happens and Fozzie has to say to everyone else, you know, Kermit's working so hard for us. We need to work hard for Kermit now and stop being such assholes. And then they that do. Only, that only happened in one movie. I don't think you can say always if it happened one time. That definitely happened in uh, Muppets Take Manhattan. And they were complaining too much in The Great Muppet Caper on how they were, like, they had the, the caper stuff was too hard. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. You guys have seen way more Muppet movies than I have. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess it has happened more than one time. But I still feel like Kermit, by and large, is the leader of that group in a way that is more of, like, 
leadership instead of just everyone feels sorry for him, which well, is the only thing that Car- Charlie Brown has going for him. Well, I think it's diabolical in the case of Kermit, and then what I'm saying is maybe also in the case of Charlie Brown, in that they're using reverse psychology to make people do the things that they want them to do. Isn't there a real, like, isn't that a real psychological thing where people in relationships will, like, passive-aggressively manipulate other people into doing what they want? It's called, like, uh Gaslighting. No, it's no. like narcissistic something disorder. It's a real thing. Yeah. Ah, can't remember what it's called. Yes. Anyway, I'm just saying that they are both that. Listen, I'm not trying to say that Charlie Brown or Kermit would make a good boyfriend. Okay. <laughs> yes. Let's well, start we right know there. that we know that Kermit well, wouldn't because he's a he's he's like split up with Miss Piggy so many times. He's probably gay. We also know Charlie Brown wouldn't be a good one because he <laughs> won't even ask out that girl that he likes so much. Yeah. Wait, are Kermit and Scooter gay together? Sure. <laughs> oh, that would make a lot of sense, actually. They both are the only ones who care about that fucking theater. <laughs> yeah. Or the show <laughs> got happening. <laughs> it's true. Mm, we've got something now. Oh, man. Like, okay, hang on. I need to know. I'm sure. Kermit, Scooter, slash, slash fiction. <laughs> is... Scooter gay. Scooter's definitely gay. Oh, I spelled it weird. I think he's can uh, on the. I think he's canonically gay. Go isn't ahead. he? I think uh, he's officially now in uh, the most recent TV show. He's made a lot of jokes about having basically a Norman Bates like relationship with his mother, and I think yeah. that's a subverted uh, gay sex drive that he absolutely will not acknowledge. He did express some same-sex attraction in a joking manner in the same TV show, but there's also a whole episode where he's trying to ask out, uh, like, Jane Krakowski or somebody? Some celebrity guest Oh, that's star. right. It w- wasn't it, like, oh, what was her name? Chelsea Handler. Yeah, that's the one. I knew it was some yeah. blonde, mean lady. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure whether I more like the idea of him being, like, a uh, submissive straight man who just wants a beautiful women to be mean to him or him being secretly gay. Wasn't he a leather daddy in that same <laughs> Muppet Christmas special we watched? He was more like a leather twink because he was dancing in yeah, that Yeah, that's true. That's right. With nipple piercings. Yeah. He had I nipple don't think piercings he and a pacifier. I don't think he actually had nipple piercings. I, mean, I don't remember. <laughs> Jeff, have you seen this Christmas special? Which one? A very merry Muppet Christmas. No, you know what? Okay. I actually don't think I've seen any of them except uh, Emmett Otter's Drug Band Christmas, which has yeah. none of the Muppets in it. <laughs> it has Kermit gonna... in it if you see the older cut. Uh, the one I'm... on Hulu did not have Kermit in it. Not so good. I just posted an image in the uh, chat, Jeff, that I think you should see. Oh, should oh I wait! Know? Oh no, it's a link to a bunch of shit. I don't understand how links work, I guess. I don't either. I'm always doing the wrong thing. <laughs> it's very it. good, but he does not have fierce nipples, but he does have painted fingernails. He does have painted fingernails and Daisy Dukes. Yeah, and lots of, like, glow bracelets. I actually hear the Muppet Show comic book from a few years ago is really good. Yeah, uh, you don't want that. No one wants like that. I'm not interested in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is great. This is very funny cage dancer yeah uh, scooter 
I like in, in a world where Kermit was never born, Scooter is like a party yeah. animal, like leather. Yeah. I think that this made-for-TV Muppet Christmas special might be one of my favorite Muppet movies. Actually, it's yeah. very good. It is very good. Everyone Beaker, in the audience, watch this at Christmas. Beaker uh, is a bouncer at a nightclub, and he like punches Fozzie, and he's like a giant, totally beefy dude, and he goes meep meep. Oh, it's great! <laughs> Don't give away so all the good, good stuff. <laughs> okay, I won't. God, that's a really good movie. I have it. I, I might wonder, go watch it after this. It's really good, despite the fact we're going to have to prepare you, listener, because it does star David Arquette. But you need to watch it He's not anyway. bad in it. Yeah, you need to I watch it anyway. I think he's pretty good yeah, in it. trigger warning, David Arquette. <laughs> David Arquette and Whoopi Goldberg also. Yes. Uh, yeah, you don't need to be warned about that. She's a pleasant surprise. Like a, <laughs> no, you know who a is a pleasant day. surprise, though, is, uh, what's his name? <sighs> what's the guy from Fargo? Apparently you don't know who's a pleasant William surprise. William H. Macy? Uh, William Steve H. Buscemi? Macy. Yeah. William H. Macy in there, and you're like, oh, shit. He's good. He's great in that, too. And oh, he's really Joan fun. Joan Cusack. He's good in everything. Yeah, that's true. Joan Cusack is amazing. Eh. You know what? Job. She chews that scenery just like you want. You know who I forgot existed? Anne Cusack. You remember that she was in things, too? Nope. See? Nope. <laughs> Their other sister, Anne Cusack, she was in an episode of Criminal Minds I watched the other day, and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot that you were a thing. <laughs> Cusack, enter. Oh, she's in Fargo, apparently. Yeah, she's in a lot of stuff. There's uh, John, Joan, Bill, Susie, and Anne are the Cusack children. Are they all actors, though? I think it's just the three. Uh, I don't know about Bill and Susie. I'm going to click on their Google links and see. Uh, oh, yeah. And Cusack was in A League of Their Own. That was, like, the main thing I think I remember her from. Who'd she play? Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the character. Shirley Baker. Is she the one whose um, husband got killed? No, that's Betty Spaghetti. Oh. Obviously. Uh, yeah, Bill Cusack has some IMDb credits, but I don't think that's his main job. Do you, are all of his IMDb credits uh, John Cusack impersonator? <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. He appeared in that movie with uh, Sylvester Stallone's brother and Sean Connery's brother. <laughs> Same with uh, Susie Cusack. A few IMDb credits, but uh, nothing. I like Susie. I like Susie Cusack's uh, pixie cut hairstyle mm. compared to the rest of her family. I like her name. It sounds fake, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. It sounds like people just really wanted to fuck with anyone who had to read her name aloud. <laughs> Susie Cusack. Mm, it's hard to say. She looks like Carly Rae Jepsen, which we can all agree is a good thing. One of these pictures of her is Nev Campbell. <laughs> I've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> but which one? <laughs> oh, there's also a link to Tig Notaro's Wikipedia page because her mom's name is also Susie Cusack. Just by do coincidence. Think, do you think we could make a game show where people had to pick which of a set of pictures was Nev Campbell? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> they do These say... are pictures of turtles, except one of them is Nev Campbell. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with the regular people, because they do say the more attractive a person is, the more regular their features are, and the more, like, regular and symmetrical their features are, the less easy it is to remember what they look like. And we can all agree that Nev Campbell is the most attractive person alive. <laughs> she does have very regular features, and I'm not an android. <laughs> <laughs> oh. She has very regular features, but until I see that butthole, I am not convinced. 
analog doesn't mean non-electric. Maybe last week that electronic music can be analog. Yeah, exactly. You want an acoustic butthole. <laughs> Oh, good. Very good. <laughs> ah, it's made of wood. Oh, <laughs> uh, Acoustic Butthole would be a great name for a band. <laughs> that sounds like a bad guy band from the Muppets. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> led by uh, led by Kermit the Frog after he turns evil. Yep. Or that evil Kermit from the movie that came out recently that I didn't see. Yeah. Uh, that was why? okay. It was alright. It wasn't. It was, was it? Yep, it was it pretty wasn't. good. There were some good jokes. I really like I that Jason Siegel one, though. Yeah, yeah, the Jason Siegel one was very good. Uh, it's annoying because, like, in that same naming convention, if we refer to the Muppets as the Jason Siegel one, which I'm fine with, that means we have to refer to the new one as the um, uh, Ricky what's Gervais the one. Yeah, the Ricky Gervais one, and that's that's the main reason why it's horseshit garbage. <laughs> <laughs> But see, that one has a title. It's The Muppets Most Wanted. Yeah, I fucking hate Ricky Gervais, <laughs> I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, I uh, I usually think he's funny, but he just has such a bad personality that I just don't want to see his yeah. smug, bad face ever again. Yeah, also, he's not funny. <laughs> well, I think, mm. he's fu- I think he has been funny, but I think there's sometimes people you realize, you see them and they do something very funny, and you're like, oh man, this person's talented. But then you realize they're able to do one thing really well, and apart from that, they're not that funny, and they're also a terrible person, so it's hard to... Yeah, I think yeah, the reason those he's South funny Park is because guys? he's a sociopath. Yeah, like the South Park guys, yes. The South Park <laughs> yeah. guys are also like, oh man, I, like you can make me laugh consistently, but I, if I was ever in a room with just you, I would jump out a window. Yep. Yeah, it's very strange because I would like for uh, Trey Parker to get his EGOT, which is inevitable, especially if Book of Mormon ever becomes a movie, but like... Is there anyone who has done things that are the opposite of award worthy? <laughs> yeah. More than him? <laughs> I know, it's really hard. Uh, oh, uh, I just discovered Joan Cusack is going to be in the new series of Unfortunate Events, in which Patrick Warburton will be voicing Lemony Snicket. Is it a cartoon? Wait, I, hang on. Lemony Snicket it's is. Live action. Is he the. Is he's he the, the narrator? narrator? Yeah. Oh, that's stupid. So the movie will... Well, the the books, he's the narrator. I know. And I in know. The movie, and the books are stupid, too. Long. The books are also stupid. Yes, that's true. Uh, ooh, Asif Mondvi is going to be in it. I can't get over him ever being a comedy guy, because I first saw him on Oz, where he played just a totally serious role. Wasn't he the dentist? Yeah, he was the dentist. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, I, whenever he would do comedy, I'm like, you're not a comedy guy, you're just an actor. Who, he also Monty? does. Yeah. Yeah. He oh, does weird. comedy in such a weird way where, like, he's serious about it, usually. Yeah. Everything I've ever seen him mm. in, he doesn't do jokes necessarily. Like, the things he's saying are funny, but he delivers them as if they're serious, and it's. It's it's cool, and I really like his style, but I agree, I never really think of him as a comedian. He's also yeah. in uh, The Last Airbender, uh, the movie, mm. that bad live-action movie. Uh, yeah, so... It's very really strange blame... that he's in it. Yeah, I can't really blame the people who are in that movie for it being so bad, because if you're an actor of color in Hollywood, mm. and 
of big Hollywood movies getting made and people are like, hey, we want you for one of the main roles, of course you're going to be like, yes, I will do this. Oh, I think all you're the people forgetting who that weren't you... white were very good in that movie. Yeah, I was going to say, I think you're forgetting that the people in that movie include that dumb kung fu baby and also those <laughs> two uh, Nickelodeon teen stars well, as Eskimos. Well, luckily I never saw this movie, so I don't know a whole lot about the actual movie. The well, main the characters main... are all white people, and they're very I did bad hear at acting. That, yes, but the bad guys are uh, Slumdog Millionaire guy. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, good, some good other. Job. <laughs> uh, I think the guy who helps Iron Man build his armor, uh, and uh, Asif Manvi. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, one out of it's... three ain't bad. <laughs> uh, I Dev, all... Dev Patel is the okay. Uh, good. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't I think... gonna help you. <laughs> I think that the bad guys are pretty okay in the movie, to be honest. But yeah. my God, the good the 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 good guy actors are like the level of acting you would expect from a two year old. Just like you've got to expect that they took they did five thousand takes, and this was the best one somehow. Okay, now when you say kung uh, fu apparently baby, they did what like does that one mean? take each. So the kung fu baby in question. The main character is uh, a guy who is super good at kung fu, and apparently um, M. Night Shyamalan cast him because he saw that he had won some world martial arts tournament. And then Ah. the kid said, ah, well, I don't know how to act at all. And M. Night Shyamalan said, that's fine. And (laughs) so it went about as well as you can imagine. (laughs) I've already got a bucket full of money. (laughs) Yes. So, yeah, this kid... This kid has all the magnetism on screen of uh, a Muppet that doesn't have a puppeteer operating it. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of want to see uh, this movie now, except I don't also. (laughs) It's very strange. Like, I thought it might be entertainingly bad, uh, like, but it's just, it doesn't hang together at all. I think I think the next riff tracks I'm gonna watch is gonna be the last Airbender riff tracks because I imagine that's very funny. Yeah, yeah, probably. I think that's because a good episode it's... of the Flophouse, if I recall correctly. Yes, yeah, I think so. It's also a pretty good episode of How Did This Get Made. If you listen to that, which I have not knows. watched, How Did This Get Made or We Hate Movies, which are the two other big bad movie podcasts. Is that bad of me? I... Is Doug. Doug loves movies. Is that also about that's making actually, fun of movies? That's, no, that's a, a game, game show. show. Yeah, uh, I like that oh, one, but it's a little. It gets a little annoying sometimes. Yeah, you should. It's because of all the weed smoking, Matt, right? Matt, you should listen to the ones with Dave Shumka and Graham Clark. The ones of Doug loves movies. Yes. Okay. Oh, I didn't but realize is... there were. I'm gonna have to go back and find those. They're on separate episodes, but they're both. Is they're it... both on. <laughs> Is there a lot of drug humor? Is that the main thing of it? Uh, really. Doug Benson is always high, but he doesn't really do humor about drugs, which is weird. Like, yeah. all his fans are weed people. He records a comedy album every year on April 20th at 4.20pm, but, like, most of his jokes are not about weed. Are they funny, though? Because most people I know who do a lot of weed, like, think that they're funny. Well, I'm not. No I'm not sure if you like him, but I like him a lot. I think well, he's I, very charming. I can successfully pitch this show to you, Matt. He mm-hmm. takes the very elaborate rules of this game show very seriously, and he religiously like uh, is a stickler for the rules. 
Okay, I like that. Yeah. I'm into that. <laughs> oh, good job. <laughs> what were we talking about before? Uh, I think we were talking about how people shouldn't jerk off to cartoons. Yeah, Is that, that uh, We've definitely still. been recording this show for two hours, and we need to Fuck. <laughs> This is our most rambling episode ever, I think. For sure. I tried sure. to stop and we this 45 minutes ago. <laughs> we didn't even talk once about teaching English to anyone. We did talk about it once, to be fair. <laughs> I don't think we did. We talked about us speaking another language, but we never spoke about teaching anyone English. I mentioned the top post and how it was good. <laughs> you didn't even say what it was. Oh, wait, no, you did read the title. Yeah, see, yeah. we did We did our due okay, diligence. We did, yeah, that's the phrase I was going to use. <laughs> so, so if you like a podcast that does lip service to its premise, then I hope you liked our podcast and that you'll rate and review us on iTunes. Yep. Uh, if, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us seeingreddit at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter, seeingreddit, oh, at seeingreddit, I should have said. Um, and, uh, I'm Matt Heron. You can find me at Kamikaze Pilot. I'm Jeff Kowalski. You can go find me on Twitter at J3FK. Support me on Patreon at, uh, patreon.com slash JeffJK. Listen to all my podcasts at weaponizedlanguage.com. I'm Louisa. You can find me on Twitter at Heronbird. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Cool. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed the show, and I hope you'll come back next time, and we will see you next Tuesday. trip of the american southeast is that a thing yeah but you know how they do that on shows and it's always like i have a friend who lives in this city like they always produce somebody who knows everything about the city and they're like my friend says we need to go to this place for breakfast and it's amazing and then we got a private table at this place for lunch i feel like i would pick somewhere to go for breakfast they'd be closed and then i would feel bad about things and then not really do anything and then maybe go to a museum and eat, like, Burger King for dinner is how it would end up. <laughs> yeah, this sounds like a good show. I'd watch this show. <laughs> Every episode ends with the sounds of silence in me and my hotel room. Yes! 9 a.m., Louisa arrives at the, uh, at the brunch shack in downtown, uh... Someplace well, in you South can't Carolina. Even think of a city. <laughs> I didn't want to use the one that I'm going to in downtown Charlotte. South Carolina. Nine fifteen. Or is that no? That's north. Nine fifteen. Louisa finds out it's closed. Nine thirty. Louisa throws a pumpkin ineffectually at the <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> Where did I get Ten- a pumpkin? This is a good story. <laughs> 9.45. Uh, Louisa- it's almost September. Yeah. <laughs> Louisa goes to- back to sleep at the hotel. Yep. Do 1 p.m. Sign on the door. <laughs> 1 p.m. Louisa spends $40 at the local Arby's. <laughs> yep.
All this sounds true. And uh, so, I'm gonna make Chris go to the Guy Fieri restaurant next. <laughs> oh, good. Punishing <laughs> your friends is a good thing to do to them. Take lots of pictures. He's having. He's having a housewarming event, and I'm gonna make him uh-huh. do <laughs> do the bad food place after. I want you to order uh, donkey sauce and then return it when there's no donkey. <laughs> uh, I'm excited because I like food that's uh, like stupid and bad. 